Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm Lily Loofborough, and today I'd like to share one extraordinary explanation for this most unusual presidential election. In the run-up to the presidential election, Newt Gingrich described our divided country this way. The next two weeks are a contest of two parallel universes. This wasn't party politics as usual. As you know by now, very little about the 2016 election was normal. This contest was about two different realities, one where facts were deemed relevant and another where feelings trumped all. These were parallel universes fiercely competing to make their concept of reality true. Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Believe me, I was against going into Iraq. They even want to try and rig the election at the polling booths where so many cities are corrupt. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. This is the man America elected as her leader. Donald Trump's lies were constant, extensive, competently reported on, and cleanly debunked. And yet, he managed to convince a winning minority of the electorate to regard his opponent as the liar, just as he convinced many some years ago to regard President Obama as an imposter born in Kenya. The shock for many as they watched the electoral results come in was not just the typical disappointment people feel during a political defeat. It was also the realization that there is no longer any overlap in the nation's score sheets for whatever constitutes a leader or even a decent person. Half the voters either had no knowledge of the things the president-elect had said and done, despite the media's extensive coverage, or they simply didn't care. There is a third possibility, that half the country saw these things and refused to believe them. Even though Trump's image was on video, even though his voice was on tape, Many of Trump's supporters attributed the facts to the, quote, liberal media and the outrageousness of Trump's actions to, quote, spin. Journalism cannot reach this worldview. Plenty of post-election analysis has blamed, quote, the elite in the media for failing to reckon with some deep unavailable truth about Trump supporters. But this is wrong. Don't misunderstand me. Patronizing attitudes towards flyover country in the media definitely exist. I don't like those jokes or the condescension that plagues the way some people talk about rural America. But elitism isn't the problem with journalism. There is nothing elitist about reporting a candidate's statements verbatim and then evaluating their truth content. This method doesn't talk down to Trump voters and to suggest otherwise is as absurd as it is actually condescending. The voters deserved to be informed and the information was printed. They chose to elect Trump anyway. Those are the facts, and it will do no good for the media to blame itself. In fact, if this election showed us anything, it's that the media has never mattered less. Look no further than the number of newspapers and magazines that endorse Clinton versus Trump. Pretending the media is responsible for the outcome, then, both overestimates its influence and normalizes what happened on Election Day. And to normalize this election presumes that America spent the election in one universe, when instead the country was divided into two. In one universe, the Trump universe, the electorate has been transformed. The things that used to matter to conservative or Republican voters don't matter anymore. Small government doesn't matter. A good ground game doesn't matter. Political experience doesn't matter. Detailed policy proposals don't matter. Courtesy doesn't matter. Respecting gold star families and prisoners of war doesn't matter. Even pretending to respect women's bodily autonomy doesn't matter. And most of all, character doesn't matter. Meanwhile, quote, political correctness has, for this group, 
expanded to include many behaviors people once considered basic to American decency. Thanks to Trump, it's now not just acceptable, but maybe even admirable to slander entire nationalities and creeds, interrupt moderators, target journalists, and call for the imprisonment of one's political enemies. In this universe, then, rumor is power. You assume that humans are base, tribal creatures in need of a target for their own resentments. So you offer them a target. Its relevance to their problems is secondary. In the other universe, you're certainly not immune to feelings, but you still believe in cause and effect and imagine that facts have the power to influence decisions. If you want to know how Trump won, you don't need sophisticated analysis. Just look up fear-mongering and scapegoating and plant them in a post-fact universe. Say crime is up, even though it's down, and blame immigrants. Say our taxes are the highest in the world, though they aren't, and blame Democrats. In Trump's political universe, honesty is for losers. You pay lip service to it and tell outrageous, easily falsifiable lies. The more inflammatory, the better. As long as they make people feel something, they'll follow you. So, Newt Gingrich's two-universe theory was proven correct. But what Gingrich admitted, I think, is that this wasn't some hidden America that already existed. No. His is a recipe for a panicked, feelings-based America that you produce. People feel more threatened because a presidential candidate spent over a year telling them they should feel that way. Their lives are in danger, he says, and they trust him. Fear-mongering works. And there was nothing the media could have done to prevent this. Trump's universe wasn't listening to them anyway. Facts don't matter here, and in such a universe, neither does reporting. Hillary Clinton has won the popular vote by more than 2.5 million votes. But Trump has claimed on Twitter that he won the popular vote if you, quote, deduct the millions of people who voted illegally, unquote. There's no basis for that claim, but to Trump, that really doesn't matter. His surrogate, Scotty Nell Hughes, said as much when she went on the Diane Reem show recently. People that say facts are facts, they're not really facts. Everybody has a way. It's kind of like looking at ratings or looking at a glass of half full water. Everybody has a way of interpreting them to be the truth or not truth. There, there's no such thing, unfortunately, more a fact. Or, as Donald Trump more succinctly put it, Forget the press. Read the Internet. And the smaller half of America obeyed. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating or review on iTunes. I'm Lily Lufbro, and thanks so much for listening. 